Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and today I have the unique privilege of speaking with Stephen Colino. Now, here's the coolness. He's a Jared James coaching client. going to do, hopefully, 300 transactions this year. We're just talking about numbers. It could be 299, maybe 301. So we're going to hit some numbers, hopefully. And I'm excited because he's going to share with us about his experience with my Outdesk and working with Kenny, one of his virtual professionals. So, hey, Stephen, thanks for being here today. You got it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, brother, let's talk first about your story. Like, how did you get started in real estate? Yeah, and I, I do have a unique story, and I think a lot of that will fit into why our numbers are larger than the average agent, I think. But um, I, got, I was an engineer by trade, so I pick up on technology pretty easy. Um, so I kind of gravitate towards technology before yeah. people. Hard to you're, find good solid You're a people. nerd. You're yeah. a nerd. Pretty much. Yeah, I love so it. I like to lean towards technology. But when um, back in 2006 and seven, yep. started buying just rental properties with an old high school buddy of mine. By our fourth property, I got licensed. And we ended up buying, I think, 23 properties in 2007. By the time uh, uh, we got to our 27th property, I quit my full-time job as an engineer for a healthcare company. I worked there yeah. for 12 years. And real estate was going to be my life. But not as a realtor. It was all going to be as an investor. Sure. And we started basically buying rental properties. Long story short, everything from 27 to we got to about, um, I ended up buying 73 single-family homes with high school buddies or friends and group wow. of investors back between uh, up until 2009 to 2010 say but we all know what happened in 2009 10 right. so what happened we owned about 65 single family homes and it was hard to even have one person own one home right they felt <laughs> right. So right we really did feel it so we lasted to about 2012 and then i had to go even though i love being self employed and it was it was awesome experience and i made some money but i went through the ups and downs by about 2012, 13, I had to figure out this isn't working and we were kind of exiting out of the rental business. Yep. I ended up uh, landing with some big private equity funds, which were starting to buy the foreclosures. Got so it. My first, yeah. So I could have went back and been a project engineer or something like that, but I still loved real estate. It changed my life for yeah. a few years and then it was pretty tough for a few years. Um, but it, it, that's really what led me. So I ended up uh, basically becoming an employee again, which was yep. tough, but becoming an employee for companies that were going to buy thousands of homes. Right. I joined a, a company out of New York and we started buying homes here in Chicago. And I was basically helping with operations, set up operations. Yeah. Um, they ended up buying about 280 homes and then they cut it quit, you know, called it quits. Um, I ended up having to keep looking for a job and I ended up with the largest publicly traded company doing single family rentals because of my experience at that time. Yep. So that experience was priceless. I, I became vice president within a year, ran a team of 46 people in three states, and wow. we managed 4,900 single family homes with 46 people. So you're, um, you're a systems guy. You had to be. That's, yeah. It's almost why I have to tell you my story a little bit, because if, if, if I tell you what I do now, that's how we handle it. I mean, once we get into the nitty gritty of 300, everything is a system. So I got to 
I see it now. I didn't see it then. It was just a job. But looking right. back, you're like, this is why we're more successful than somebody else. We've seen systems on large scales. Yep. Um, that Even with that company, we rented 252 homes in one month in, in Indianapolis Jeez. with a uh, you know, team underneath me. But uh, long story short, went out to one more corporate um, institutional provider and uh, ended up becoming their uh, leasing manager in two states. And that's yep. where I got more into sales. I always, I, I gravitated towards the sales part. Yep. And people used to tell me, but I never had a sales job. Right. But people, that's where I gravitated to. So it took me later in life to figure that out. But uh, I ended up running a team of um, eight, like high performance leasing agents. I had six assistants. Uh, we did 1,253 rentals on the MLS in 2016. Jeez. So we won, we won some awards and got in, you know, certain magazines. And that kind of helped me when I finally decided to do what I really should have did 25 years ago, become a regular real estate agent <laughs> work with the public. Yeah. So I've only just started working with the public about 28 months ago. Okay. So you're two years in, you know, um, yeah. I've got to, I, I want to pause and like unpack some stuff because sure. so here we just finished a book. It's brand new. It comes out in a, a week, basically yeah. in a week it's coming out. But in it, what we talk about is people always ask us is what, what kind of results can we expect from a virtual assistant? And I always reply to them, tell me about your systems. Yeah. And then we'll talk about what the results will look like because a company's growth or success is all about their systems and process. And nobody likes hearing that because we're all salespeople. You, we like people. We don't like systems, but right. you're that weird guy that loves systems. So help me prove my point. The thing that I wrote about that I have to tell our clients every single day, why is the system so important to the real estate person? Oh man, I mean, everything we do in systems and it, it actually helps. So like, as we were starting to grow our sales side, the first year we did 16, the second year we did 119, but in between that second year, there's, a, I, I might get my dates wrong if I throw the dates off, but we were at about 60 listings and 52 closings and I had no admin. Right. Just like every other successful entrepreneur, we're control freaks. We do everything. Yes. I think I can do it better. So yes. It was tough and it wasn't until I hired, I found Jared James coaching. Yes. And, and I'm already successful, right? I've already closed 52 deals on my own, 70 listings. I'm going to be successful, but the wheels of the bus were coming off. Yep. And um, once I got my coach, first thing he did is have me hire an admin, create an LLC, you know, create an S corp for this. And we yep. started running it like a business. So even though I had that business experience from these big companies, when you're in the, in the midst of it, I know what I need to do, but you don't have time. So and you the need a coach. You need a coach. The accountability for coaching was unbelievable for me. Yep. So I had my finances. We had started getting everything organized. I hired a full-time admin, not a VA, full-time admin as my first yep. ad, right about the first coaching call, basically. You know, we, started, <laughs> yeah. we started interviewing and, and walking me through it. And she's still with me today, and she does a fantastic job, and she's helping close 300 deals a year. is amazing. Yep. Uh, but once we got, I would say four, and she's been with me maybe 15 months. Hold on, hold on. I, I want to ask you a question. What, sure. why didn't you know that you needed an assistant before you got to 60 transactions? Like you need an assistant at 25 to 30 transactions typically, yes. but yeah. what, what, what was the mindset that, that, that you had that you want to, you want to like put on display now looking back, 
What it, what what was the thing? Oh, you man, I would do it. I would do it all different now. But I I didn't know we were going to grow that fast. We came out with like a unique, like my like we were talking before the call, before this, right? I just think different than everyone else. So I I started. I'm always strategizing. I try to be different than every other real estate agent out there. So I'm always strategizing that. Then I would try it and do certain things, and then something took off, right? And yeah. then I got a big client, and then the client got bigger, and then you performed for that client. Then you're the number one agent for that client. Now they're giving you more. It all happens so fast, right? We went from 16 closings to 119, right? Um, it was a lot. So I think part of it is just the growth. I'm so caught up in trying to get the next deal in that I didn't, even though I was a systems person, I didn't have those systems all in place. Right. Is the coach going, we need to stop? Because <laughs> yeah. you're never going to get over 50 unless yeah. you start implementing. Sure. So um, we did start implementing a lot of different systems. And then maybe five months after I hired my first admin, we needed another one because it was changing. That's right. when we get, we, that's when I was on actually a call with Jared James personally. Yep. And I was telling him about some of my stresses and successes. He thought it was excellent. And then I was telling him some of the, the pains I was having. He's like, why don't you hire another one? Yeah. And that's when we got into virtual assistants and he told me about your company. And uh, the process was awesome, man. I, I, it really was. So when we did the interview process with you guys, it's just yep. awesome. Like, it's, it's hard to explain. Like I can try to get a virtual assistant. I can research it and do it on your own. But your system for interviewing, laying up the candidates, you already had them tested with, um, I forget the name of the test now. but the, It's a market force report. So it's a personality yeah, yeah, profile. Yeah. A, yeah, the profile test and the yep. disc profile. Disc pro yep. profile test, they had those. I was looking for people with certain scores on a disc profile test. They had those yep. all lined up. If they didn't have the disc profile, they'd have them take it. And then we kind of just went there. And then I ended up finding Kenny. I kind of knew right away once I, I interviewed like four people, but I think he was the first, but I just knew. You just, yeah. I kept coming back to, that's the guy. Yeah. And, um, and because we have um, systems in place by then, he just picks up. So the, the nice thing with us, we, we, we had that peak 120 listings. I'm down to like 80 listings now, but we take a lot of offers. So we've taken 823 offers this year, some big number. And I have to prep those certain way for some institutional players That's and right. REOs. And it's, it's yep. a little different. So it takes a lot more paperwork and work. Yep. And what, what it was with Kenny is I needed somebody on the I almost needed somebody 24 hours a day. I needed somebody on a night shift because offers sure. come in at night. I needed somebody on weekends because yeah. my full-time you know, person works normal hours. And that's what kind of fits. So I found uh, Kenny who could work and he works from three to midnight, five days a week, including weekends. He's off Wednesdays and Thursdays. But basically now I have coverage seven days a week and five days a week I have like 16 hour, you know, I have this yeah. great coverage. Right. So, um, and he just picks up where my other admin, you know, my admin, my main assistant helps with a lot of virtual um, village requirements and different things that uh, I don't necessarily have him, but there's so much paperwork, yeah. listing agreements, price changes, contracts going in and out. We're in DocuSign all the time. He picks all that up. We, we use something called Trello. Trello's yep. free. Yep. I love it. We love it. We have it very basic for us. It's just moving boxes. Yeah. And, he starts in at three and he can see exactly where I left off or where my admin left off, what he needs to do. We have many different tre Trello boards and it's right. just, I learned that from those big institutional providers where you just, there were, you're just bored. You're going off dashboards. You're not trying to go off memory. You're trying yeah. to get it to where you can, everyone can see what needs to be done. And uh, it's just worked really good for us. And, uh, 
Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I wanna tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's my Outdesk virtual assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, MOD, to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. What do you think, um, like, had Jared not um, introduced you to my outdesk, where would you, what would, what would, what would it look like? My, my gut feeling is I knew about virtual assistants. I was very, I, I like, I knew about it from 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I always thought that would be a good idea. It could save me some money too. You know, I was just yeah. back then and you're just, yeah, yeah. and um, I probably would have tried it on my own, but I, I think I realized the difference now. Like there's, there's no way. <laughs> Like you guys, cause you lined it up like a job interview. I mean, you, you had the meetings, the video right. calls, you guys had it all lined up. It, it just wouldn't have worked that way for me to try to find somebody local. So to me, it would have been worth it, a little bit of extra money it might cost to do that. You know, I might've been able to get a virtual assistant a little cheaper. There's no way they're coming in trained. You've trained them. It's kind of a no brainer to be honest with you when you see it now. But What you're saying is you appreciate our systems and processes. Yes. I love it. I love because it. Because it okay. makes it easier, right? Because for, for me to try to figure out all of that, just to get the best candidate, I wouldn't even know I'm interviewing the best candidates. You guys, I told you what I was looking for, and it was a little unique. It wasn't just an admin. It was somebody who could be an admin, but could transition to an ISA if I wanted to. And that's okay. the kind of skill set we look for. I love and it. That's what we have. So, Okay, so a couple questions. Um, when you're thinking about what's next for you, because you're at the 300 mark and your next kind of mountain to climb is 600 and things change at 600. What's yeah. the work you're doing right now to go from 300 to 600 in the next couple of years? Yeah. So um, once again, my mindset is way different. I am not your traditional agent at all. Yep. Um, so we have some plans to expand into kind of, I'd just say different products without going into everything in Illinois. So I want to keep expanding in Illinois. We yep. should be obviously one of the top agents in Chicago and Illinois this year. Um, I, I'm not a team person. A lot of people force you to, you want to do a team. I want to stay individual. Yep. I want systems. I want less people. I just, I don't want to manage people. I did that in the institutional where I managed 46 people. 
I didn't like, I love the real estate part and I love the big numbers and the systems. I didn't like managing people. Wait, so, I have a question. So sure. is it you, your wife, your admin and a virtual assistant? And there's yeah, four yeah, of you? exactly it. My wife used to be a licensed leasing agent. She let that go about a year ago and she does all my marketing some of my marketing, but mostly she does my virtual. We own like the Matterport 3D virtual camera. Yeah. We have to also, for some of these big providers, we have to, like today, she's out. We got two new listings and she's out walking properties because every two weeks we have to do property inspections. Right. And then if we have a 3D tour that we need to do, she would go do that. So she kind of focuses on that. I have my full time admin. I have Kenny, who's full time, our virtual assistant, and then I have one other person who is um, a part time MLS assistant. It's actually a list. It's actually an agent who doesn't practice much from our office, who just puts them on the MLS, and I pay her, you know, small fee for every listing. I love it. So, okay, cool, yeah. man. So with four and a half people, you'll do three hundred transactions. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think you might be number one in the country for smallest team with the most volume. I've never heard somebody doing that yeah. much with that small of a team. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, full, they're full service. The thing, the thing you don't have to battle over is I don't have to battle the clients right now. Like I'm not in a mode where I'm looking for more business. I'm looking to try to sustain the business and grow those clients. Someday that'll go down and then I'll have to come up with different things. I have some other plans where we're expanding in different areas too. Um, mm -hmm. it's, I have a unique mindset for that. I've been licensed in Wisconsin. I just, um, I'm licensed in Minnesota, licensed in Georgia take my North Carolina test next week. It's wow. kind of just, yeah, it's, it's a little different. I don't want to get into all that because it'll, but um, we have plans to keep expanding as much as we can individually, um, maybe with some limited services in other states and getting into right. some flat fee stuff and some other creative things. But here in Illinois, we're pretty much working as a full service. Um, and started getting, I just took my first, it took me a while, but I just got my first, my third REO listing. Took okay. me a while to get into that business, but now I just got in with an REO provider and they just gave me my third listing. So slowly doing that and my ultimate goal and dream would be to work with builders. There you go. I, I, me personally want to stay away from the one-on-one -on -one seller. It, it's hard to do big numbers with 300 sellers, right? So right. I gravitate towards trying to find the people who own the most property, could use the expertise of systems and a guy like us give them better pricing too, because we're going to do a hundred deals or 50 or 25 or 10 right. um, builders would really be where I want to end up uh, as my ultimate goal. Yeah. Perfect. Where yeah. do you see you growing your virtual team? Like as you expand to these different um, kind of uh, states and yeah. also grow your business in Illinois, what's your next step with hiring virtual assistants? Yeah, well, I, I almost, I didn't know that like three days ago. And I think I know that now because we just expanded um, in a couple um other states with a different brokerage and mm -hmm. uh, the one state, uh, Georgia, it, it's taken off really quick. Like I've only been there a couple of weeks and we got 10 listings. So wow. um, it's probably going to be bigger than I thought it was. And um, so I think I probably end up needing another virtual assistant just to manage that business, not my Illinois business, not the one that we did 300 this year, but as I start getting into other, um, other service services, I think uh, probably that's where we're at. In fact, I just had to like yesterday research a backend system to start storing all the paperwork to make sure. So I'm working with some transaction systems yeah. that I might use across multiple states to help me kind of do that. So it's always changing. Like we're going so fast compared to the the average agent, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is um okay in your opinion? Because you've been with us almost a year, around ten months. Yeah, yeah. In your opinion, what should a virtual assistant do for a client 
it, that's doing the kind of volume you're doing? Yeah. Like, so the, this, the highest and best uses. Yeah. This, this is probably, I, I probably have a good answer for this. I'll just give you a little backing because this I would, would have been a horrible person to ask this to a year and a half ago. Yeah. Because I, I was a control freak to no end. And if you ask my wife or my assistant, they might still say that. Yeah. But when I hired my first assistant here, I basically hired her and told her that. That was yeah. in my interview. I'm a control freak. Like I right. need you to look at me. I have a lot of ideas. I think I can take things to the next level, but you have to stop me from myself. Yeah. So if you see me running out the door to go do something that you can do, that somebody else can do, we have to do that. So do you, have a, do you have a safe word for your wife and an assistant when, when you're all the crazy ideas? I, I don't, but it, it's funny. <laughs> I don't, but um, and my, my assistant works from home now too. So, cause we work from home. I'm working, right. from, we don't work in an office, but um, so now she works from home. But when we were training her, we were there, but it's funny you say that when I first met my wife years ago during that investments we were yeah. doing, I'm a talker. So yeah. my wife would be there and she would come in and like try to get me to stop talking because I, I would tell my secrets and how we were raising money or capital. I'm a pretty open guy. Yeah. And she would give me, you know, we would have a signal where I was like, we got to go. We got a meeting or something like that to get me to right. stop talking. But, sure, uh, sure. but no. So but in answer to your question is um, I was really bad at that. And then I started trying to when you start getting this much volume of listings and next year it's going to be way more. Um, you, you, we had, I had to try to help myself learn time management and a little bit through coaching, you know, I used to ask those questions, but I think one of the, the biggest things I learned, have you ever heard of something called the Eisenhower decision box or matrix? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I never knew it that name, but I, I've seen it before. And it's like where you kind of something's urgent and important or urgent, not, or, you know, it, important, not urgent and that type of thing. So urgent things come along, something happens to your family, your kid skins their knee and we got to go to school or, you know, right, right. that always overtakes everything. But then there's the important things that I need to do, but then there's right. important things that could be delegated. That's where I've gotten better. My VA, yeah. I used to just have certain things. Now, every chance I get, I can You're think of what can something I take off. off my plate. Yes. And that's where I've gotten better. I mean, you've heard people say that and it's tough when you're doing it, but now I really don't have time because I'm starting, I'm trying to study test in other states while we're doing all this. And yeah. so what happens is um, I've gotten a lot better at that part of it. The last part of this little box or this Eisenhower decision matrix is to delete things you don't need to do. And that's where I'm horrible. I like right. delete nothing. I keep it on my plate forever. <laughs> that's going to be the next stage of my development is finally going, this isn't worth it. Like I want to implement this new website or new squeeze page or new, I, like I got to X that until I need it more. So I have a lot of ideas and concepts and different URLs and all kinds of stuff I want to do. I keep yep. them on my plate forever. I don't touch them. They just, you know, sit there sooner or later. I got to just, do that stage, but yeah. I have gotten better at the delegation just because I can't do everything anymore. So, so um, what are the things that you love giving Kenny and you can see massive value in giving a virtual assistant? What are the real, like for the people who are listening, who've never tried a virtual assistant, who don't have a coach like Jared, what should they give up? Oh my God, the paperwork. I hate paperwork with a passion. Like I cannot, like it's, I used to do it all too. And it was hard and I got good at it. Like I figured out systems right. with our back office. I used to upload them all. And then I'm like, wait, there's a unique email address. You can just in DocuSign, attach that email that'll automatically put it back. So sooner or later I learned it, but it's paperwork. I don't like touching any paperwork anymore. So right. to have my 
admins go in there and prep the docs. I still approve everything. I still, yep. I'm still a control freak that way. I yep. approve everything, but our offers, all my offers get prepped. I review them. I put my personal comments and send them. When we do our listings, our um, contracts, they all get prepped and DocuSign. I go in and approve them. Well, but see, we here's the reason. Because you're the expert. You're getting paid for what's in your brain and your yeah. experience. Yeah. And they're getting paid to do all the busy work before yeah. you come and make a decision. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they're doing, and I know on the contract what's missing and they may not, they're not licensed. So, but they go in, just do their best to prep it. And then there's a lot of times I'm making changes, but I don't care because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm looking at this going, this date doesn't make sense. They don't know that. I'm not even teaching them that. I'm just teaching them, hey, scan it into, put it into DocuSign, put the initials where you think it needs to be, right? Help me out here and then we'll do that. Um, and then we move it on. So there's an actual, when they're done, they move it in Trello and it tells me which ones I need to approve. Yeah, it says, Stephen, um, you have work to do. Yeah, and, and part of me is still, still has that control guy in me. And I, like, I don't, I take all my own calls. I've never had my admins ever talk to leads, realtors. I still do all that. Right. Um, I mean, they'll help with village requirements or if we need to get a signature on a village form, my admin will call but none of my calls go to my staff yet. I haven't got, I'm not at that stage of my elevation yet, right? I've just been doing it a couple of years. So, um, but I kind of like that too. They're, you know, they're not licensed and I'm not going to have them do anything even remotely to license. Yeah. So yep. um, the other thing I do is I have Kenny, um, I'm in multiple MLSs now. Yep. Um, and I have my main MLS here in Chicago. I have that woman I told you that helps mm -hmm. out. Kenny in my downstate Illinois, we did an expansion and uh, he is my assistant in downstate. So he preps all my MLS listings for downstate Illinois. Right. You know, I had to register him with the MLS and it's all, he's a non-licensed assistant, but yeah. he can then do that work. So yeah, so that's helped out greatly there. Um, I have him uh, do some, a lot of research for me. Yeah. Too. Um, yeah. But we're so busy with paperwork and listings and um, he doesn't even know, like he starts, he's been off two days. He'll come in today. He'll be in the MLS edit. We have many, several price changes yesterday. We got yeah. some new things we relisted. He'll sure. be a busy guy today. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, if, if, um, if Steven hasn't like made the case for systems and processes, <laughs> I want you guys to get this book. So, um, I'm, we're going to put it in the show notes. So you can get a copy of it, but we talk exactly about where you were at 60 deals and how to get to 300. And it's a hundred percent because of the systems and processes. Oh, yeah. So, and then, and then who you hire and how you onboard them. What was the, what was the piece? How did you get Kenny kind of up to speed with all of the different things that you had him do? What was that process like? Yeah. Well, and I think I learned this going back to my coaching, to be honest with you. So, when I was coached through the Jared James coaching, right? My coach is Charles out of Wisconsin. He, when I first got hired, when I first hired my full-time admin, he knew my type personality. He's a full-time coach. He does this all over. And he goes, I know your type, high ADP. You guys just want to go on. You want to say, hey, here it is. Do it, show you once, and then think they got it. He yep. stopped me. He's like, I've seen people fail over and over yep. by not training them. So he yep. basically said, you're going to take your admin. She's going to come to your house every day. You're going to teach her every day for a month. He goes, I yes. don't care if you don't get any new business. I don't care. Like he was like, your personality, you need to do this. And that's what I did. One month. One, One month. One full month. I, we moved my laptop and my wife works from home too. So we moved all our stuff to the dining room table. My admin would come in every day for a month. And we went, I taught her DocuSign until she was an expert. 
I taught her this until she knew what it was. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That means you had to give up something like for a whole month, you couldn't do as much business or something. There was a, in theory. Yeah. I mean, I was still doing stuff, but I'm telling you, I sat there and just, this is what we did. Now, remember we're a little different because I'm not going on a ton back then I was, but a ton of listing appointments anymore. Yep. Um, you know, back then I probably went on 60 or 80 that year or something, yep. but yeah, you're right. I, I, I just had to slow it down for that month period. Okay. So how long before she was like a hundred percent competent and you could trust okay. her? Oh, and she was pretty good in a month because we spent hours and hours going over the same thing. Now, we didn't know there were certain things we didn't even have implemented yet because I didn't yeah. know like the village requirements are a big thing for us because we have to handle that here. We yeah. have to pay water bills, all the stuff, inspections. We're responsible for our clients to go to these. Yep. We didn't have any of that in Trello. And then we finally figured out a way to systematize everything. So early on, she picked up easy because I didn't know all the tasks I needed. And then as yeah. we kept growing, we were like, wait, why aren't we monitoring closing or village requirements or inspections. And yeah. now we have spreadsheets on all the cities in Illinois, you know, in Chicago yep. area, yep. we know up front when this happens, she automatically sends a fax to this village telling them that we need this. Yep. Um, so she helped a lot with the systems because, but I hired her based on a disc profile yep. that said that this is what I needed. And I, it's exactly what I got. To be and honest. she, because you, you hired, right and then spent yeah. a month training her and then you were probably there was a lot of ongoing support she could call you or email you or ask you for help for six months or so before yeah. she was like a fully trained fully trained yeah i would say so because then we started having her work from home she would come in one or two days a week yep and sooner or later we realized with the internet you can do everything through instant chat or yeah yeah or any you know all that stuff so um we're, we're there all day long talking, you know, she just sent something. Did you see this? What, what would happen if I took a Trello away from you? Oh, we would be, it would be trouble now, but right. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause even as we get new, everything we get new, it goes, we send it to an email address, specific email address, and then it puts it on our board and then we process it. It's all and that's how, and that's how, you know, if you have a real system, if yeah. you, if you would be dead in the water, if yeah. I took that away, yeah. you, you, that would be it. It would be tough because we, it's, I'm, I'm go, that's what I'm going off of, right? We don't, we don't like up, we, everything. We get a listing, it goes here. It go, a contract goes into my accepted contracts and then it starts that process. Yep. And they're all emails just going, flowing the, the paperwork to the right bucket. And then I have people monitoring that bucket 16 hours a day, five days a week and weekends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. You, um, when you think of all the work that you did with your first Adam and how did Kenny benefit a virtual assistant coming into that mix yeah. to be able to kind of draw on all that knowledge and skill. Like what did that look like? The biggest thing was I knew I had to take time with Kenny when I did it. Ah. That was the biggest thing because yep. I, especially there, it's different. There could be, you know, I mean, Kenny speaks great English, but there, it's a different culture. It's a different environment. Yep. Yep. And I, I knew if I want to have him learn some of the same tricks here that I'm going to have to take time to do that. How um, much time did you take? Oh, it's probably, I'm sometimes still, you know, sometimes it's because we have so many changes. I'm st sometimes still doing that because I didn't take as much time as that, but yeah. I would show him something for a couple hours. And, and I think that here's a better way to say this with Kenny. I actually dialed into his computer and would do it yes. when I first started. I haven't done that in months, months, months. But when we first started going back thinking six weeks, eight weeks, four weeks, 
I would dial in to show him the new process yep. into his computer. And then I have multiple screens. Sometimes I have three screens. I'm crazy with that. But I would have him and watch him doing it. Yeah. And then he would have a question. He would just chat me. And that's actually how we did it, thinking back. Um, I just watched his screen, taught him, and then he would have questions, and he wouldn't understand something, and we would show Talk him. Talk about it. Get it, yeah. Yeah, I think there, you just got to make sure people understand, here or there, virtual or not. I, I, my brain moves so fast. If it I, hadn't I have worked, so, yeah. if it hadn't have worked, would it have been your fault or Kenny's fault? I think it would have been my fault. Talk about that. Yeah, because I, I think, I, think um, I only know from Kenny, but I think there are, so far, the virtual assistant, right, is the only one I really know. They're very capable of doing so much more than you think they are. Like, yep. we put that title on, they're a human being with, I mean, Kenny's a smart guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, meet, you meet him in the, I mean, all of them that I interviewed were, right? I, I was looking for somebody maybe with good, you know, good English just in case they needed to be an ISA. There were certain things I looked for. But um, personable guy, nice guy, friendly, you know, like, it, it just surprises you. I don't know what we think, right? Because it's right. so far away and through a computer. But right. there's human beings who want to do a good job. Like they yeah. want to excel. Right. And if you got to let them, allow them and give them the tools to do that. Yep. And um, I think I learned that from coaching and then working with Kenny, you realize, and you know, not everything's always perfect, but then we'll go back and correct it. But you only have to show them a couple times and then you got it just like we do, right? You would have to yeah. show me a couple of times if I was learning your systems, right? Uh, you know, where you're at. So um, I think that's some of the biggest tricks. I, I, I wouldn't go into it in um, not thinking you have to put a little upfront um, work in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Jared's, you know, we love this guy, right? You yeah. and me, I mean, he has made such an impact on your business, on so many people's lives. Talk real quickly about what you've gotten from that coaching program and the fact that my outdesk and Jared kind of work together to help people grow and scale. Yeah. Now, yeah, coaching has been, I mean, Jared had me on stage and everything is, you know, that when, yeah. when I met you. So um, it has been life changing for me. Um, I, I do believe I was that person. Like I'm, I'm that person. Like I, I even on stage, I think uh, I had, I talked about, I wrote Jared a letter when I first joined coaching a year earlier. That yeah. basically said my goal, my only goal wasn't financial. I told this to my coach. It was to be on the Jared James stage at the advance because I knew he had the most successful people. So I was always driven yep. um, to do that and try to, and that was my goal that year was to get on that stage. And that's what we did. Right. But um, the, the coaching, there's so many, they, in a nutshell, it's the accountability for me. Yep. I'm a smart guy. I can create, like I'm creating things now that my coaches don't even yep. understand. I'm just, I'm, right. I'm, doing things, but I still need coaching because I need somebody to hold me accountable. Yep. At, what are your goals this month? What are your goals for the quarter? What are your goals for the year? Here it is. Well, even if they don't know what the heck I'm doing because I'm a little out there, they're holding me accountable to them. So biggest thing for me was accountability. Mm -hmm. But the number one thing coaching did was change it into a business. Mm -hmm. The difference between me and an, an agent who's just a one-man show somewhere else, yep. I'm a business. I'm trying to be a listing machine. Yep. Running it like a business that's meant to be a listing, not an agent working out of my house doing 300 deals. That's what I do. That's yeah. not how I'm set up. I have a corporation. I have platforms. I have an offer platform right now that we can be getting an offer and that'll ring my text, ring my seller at the same time. We yeah. use a system for that. We have systems for every, you have to systems for everything. Um, 
and the biggest thing I'd say is the, um, the accountability and then running it as a business. Mm-hmm. We use a great program for our financials. Anybody who's doing like a ton of um, listings or transactions, I, should I share that or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, CTE. It's, it's a, yeah. a commitment to excellence or something. It was written by a Keller Williams agent. Many cost yeah. me $30 a month. And I learned about that my first coaching call. And it is the best. I, I use it. I'm in it three hours a day. Like, you know, always have it up on my screen. Right. It's awesome for somebody who's doing this much listings and now I'm getting into other states. It just keeps it so organized. It's just like a massive spreadsheet if you know about it, but it's, it's way more than that. Right. Um, and it basically is, I, I think coaching also teaches you to track your, your results. Right. Don't waste your time doing stuff that's not working. And CTE is actually really good with that too. But the combinations of the tools they provided Obviously mentioning your company, but when we were at the advance, they're talking about agent legend. I'm already on agent. Legend. You know, I'm already on a lot of the stuff the coaches yeah. promote and I kind of just follow what they tell you. They're, they're, they're the experts. They're the coaches, right? I might be working at a different level, but all those tools have been just as perfectly fit, you know? Yeah. Well, what I, I think one of the things that I love about what you're sharing and what Jared James does and how we all work together is like as an entrepreneur, you and I, we're crazy. And we need sometimes a sounding board to help make sure that what we're thinking is like, can actually be done. Right. And, and then keep us focused on what's important. And, and so that's why I love being in in a partnership with Jared and, and being able to serve clients like you guys. And um, for anybody who's interested, um, Jared obviously um, knows what he's doing in coaching. We, we have a, a tie up where when you get a virtual assistant and mention Jared and coaching with Jared, you get a discount. So it's really important that you have a great coach, the right systems and processes, and then virtual assistants just always work. It just yeah. always works. Yeah. All right. This Man, has yeah. been amazing. Thank you for your time today, Stephen. No, you got it, sir. Thanks. All right, brother. Thank you. Yeah.